And that very next day, I lost five grand. That's going to be like in the back of your head for the rest of your life. It, it always is. I think it about it. It always is. Yeah. Full circle is going to come right back around our beginning topic. You will only get what you can pay for when it comes down to you or someone else. You're only going to work hard for yourself. Manifestation is bullcrap. All right. Don't have faith in the result. Have faith in what you're doing. Welcome, my friends, back to the the show, the Alpha Insight Podcast. Today I have a very, this is going to be a very, a pretty fun episode. <laughs> I got my buddy Bobby with me. Um, Bobby, um, I, I know you from, I mean, we play poker a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. My poker buddy. That's how I refer <laughs> to you. It's like to all my other buddies, I'm like, yeah, I got yeah, this poker play buddy. Yeah, poker with them. Yeah. But this is, you're a super cool dude, and, and I really wanted to get you on because, I don't know, I, just, I mean, I know you. you make me blush over like, here, man. You, like, you're yeah. like a super, I don't know, we have a lot of the same ideas, but you're also very, like, you know, ready to get after it, but also, like, the, I wanted to talk a little bit today about gambling as well, I know that's something you love doing, and I'm, <laughs> I love doing it, too, Yeah. Just, not at the same scale, but I would <laughs> like to talk about that a little bit. That's rough gambling, man. You uh, you got to watch it. Once it gets a hold of you, it, it's hard, man. It, it won't let you go for nothing. So before we do start, if you could just give everybody like a sense of who you are and like, yeah, just who are you? What, what do you do? Like a little bit about yourself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, James has already introduced my name. My name's Bobby. Pretty basic guy, you know, average Joe. I'm a, I'm a mechanic right now, full-time mechanic. Um, me and Jameson, the, interesting enough, the first time we met was we were skating, you know. So me and him, we used to skate quite a bit back in the day. And then, man, whew, skating was something. Yeah, I don't really know what else to say. There's nothing crazy about me to say, you know. I'm, like I said, pretty average Joe. Just trying to, trying to make it in this big blue world we got, you know, uh, just like everyone else. You know, Jameson, you're doing your, your podcasting thing. I think that's so sick. And me right now, I'm trying to get into streaming, but it's, it's kind of hard, especially with what we're talking about today, gambling. You know, it's kind of screwed me over a lot, jump-starting into this. and Most of the money I had aside for it, you know, for the streaming went to the gambling them slots. They'll take it right out your pocket. Um, <laughs> so I guess I guess we could just start there with, with all that, like, I guess what made you could you do you remember like the your first time gambling I remember the first time that mattered so everyone's who's been to the casino knows how it goes you go in there your first time and typical person's got like 20 bucks and they go throw it in the slot and they'll win a couple bucks and like oh this is fun and then they'll lose it all and they're like oh that sucks you know it's just 20 bucks though it's not a big deal and they'll go every now and then with their friends, you know, or maybe their parents or something. And they never really dive into it, like how these gamblers who actually have a problem with it do. And and I, I remember always telling myself, man, one day I want to put a whole check on red, you know, roulette. The roulette wheel. I want to put it all on red one day, just one full paycheck, just to say screw it. Because I'm young, I don't have kids, and I don't have any real responsibilities that I have to worry about losing a paycheck. So I did it one day and it hit. Boy, let me tell you, it hit. 
and it was possibly the worst thing that could have happened to me. <laughs> Once it hit, you know, I kept going. Everyone's like, oh, dude, let's go. Let's get out of here. You're good, bro. You're up. Let's go, man. I was like, nah, dude. Now I have to double this. <laughs> then I have to double that. And I kept doing it. I kept doubling it. I was like, man, this is it. This is the best drug I've ever experienced. Just instant gratification. And to me, there's no drawbacks because the most I've ever lost is like 20 bucks. Mm. I've never been in there and lost a bunch my first time. I'm winning a bunch the first time. I've put a lot of money into it. And then I go to poker. I play some poker. I win like 800 bucks there, you know, and none of these numbers are crazy. There's people out there that do this with millions of dollars. But to me, this is crazy money. I play some poker and I win like 800 bucks. I'm like, holy crap, dude, that's a paycheck right there. I just won in like two hours. Oh, yeah. You know, it's insane. I'm like, man, I got this extra money. Let's, let's go to the slots. So I go to the slots and I'm playing the slots and Man, I hit a jackpot for like 2,500 bucks. You know, not life-changing money, but to a, a 20, 21-year-old kid, I think. <laughs> dude, I'd be so stoked. Yeah, it's like, holy crap, dude, this is 2,500 freaking bucks? Heck yeah, I can, I can buy my girlfriend some more stuff. I can buy me some more stuff for gaming and all that. And this is sick. I'm coming back every single day. And I did. I went back the next day. And that very next day, I lost five grand within a day. And mind you, I'm someone who's never seen five grand before, like a day in my life. This the, the five grand I had, half of that was from gambling. And I was like, what just happened when I lost this five grand? And that was almost worse than winning. Because now that I'm losing, and I have that, 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 that feel, that rush, I have to get it back. You have to get it back. It's, yeah. Have to. So I kept going like, Every single day, I was pulling money out that I didn't even have. I don't even know where I was getting money from at this time because it was just like $600, $800 every single day. I'd get home from work, I would shower and run, drive 30 minutes to the casino and 30 minutes back every day. Before I had like stopped, I was probably down like 10 grand and, you know, four of that or five of that wasn't even money I had. So it is from, I would start selling stuff, not quite like someone with a, a drug addiction. I wouldn't sell stuff that I absolutely need, but like stuff that I cared about, for instance, my Xbox, you know, or my TVs. And I, I was real big into firearms for a while. I sold a bunch of them to get to, to fund that, that habit. And I lost a lot of stuff because it because of it. And ended up never winning it back. Like mm -hmm. I may have won 800, you know, maybe a thousand bucks since then, but never, never won it back. And what really struck the losing streak, uh, streak was I was up like, 500 bucks or whatever this particular day the day i went back and i was like man let's go to the roulette wheel and i went there and i started putting like a 500 bet down boom gone it's like oh so i put another 500 down boom gone i'm like oh no this is just a bad streak i just gotta keep going and eventually get up so the next time i put a thousand dollars down and i lost it too so i had to go to the atm pull my money out boom lost that thousand too now my atm a withdrawal limit was reached so i had to transfer funds to another bank so i can hmm. have a new atm withdrawal limit and i pulled more money from that bank until that one was maxed out like it's two grand a day you can pull whatever from these traditional banks without getting them like raised before you start pulling money and i did like three times until i had three of my bank accounts were all maxed out I couldn't pull any more money from them holy cow all within like 10 minutes <laughs> all in 10 minutes i'm telling you dude i i was on the phone calling chime i was calling chase like man you need to raise my limit like i need to push this money through so i can pull this out real quick and it was all roulette just gone instantly dj 
He was there. He witnessed that shit. That, mm. And I, I wanted to blame it on DJ for like the longest time, you know, like, hey man, why'd you let me do that, man? Like, and jokingly almost, you know, but I kind of used it as an excuse to to take some of the blame off of myself. And and he said he didn't even realize what I was doing. He, he didn't know that I was going to the ATM and pulling thousands of dollars. He thought I was pulling a couple hundred maybe. And I was like, no, dude, this is my life savings. This is supposed to buy me in summer house or a car or buy PC stuff. And sorry, I'm just rambling on. That's crazy. Needless to say, I've overcome it, and I haven't lost that amount of money in a long time. I still go back. Like, I'll probably go in, like, two weeks from now, I imagine. I'll go to the casino again. But typically when I go, it's pretty spaced out, and I don't lose thousands of dollars anymore. It's it's a reasonable amount. Still ridiculous. Wait, so that – hold on real quick. That was yeah. pretty recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which right. I just realized because I just heard that story recently mm-hmm. when I saw you, like, last time or something yeah that was like a, a few months ago yeah uh, maybe october just before october actually so it, about four months ago yeah. yeah it was like september end of september beginning of october yeah because i was saving up to it was either to go towards a house or a car i really wanted at the time or more pc stuff you know and i had like more money than i've ever had in my life saved up at that point in time and which wasn't a lot it was a few grand you know but to, to me at the time that was a whole lot of money and yeah i never thought i would ever lose that amount of money and then just keep losing money i even called my dad one night i was like dad i just lost five grand and he's like what the heck son that that's a big deal like that's a big deal like you realize i only have five grand in my bank account right that's my dad you know he's he's 40 something years old but working his whole life and i'm like man I really just threw away stuff that like people would kill for almost, you know, five grand is a lot of money to to some people, a whole lot of money. I mean, to me, it still is a whole lot of money. (laughs) Like, holy crap, what I would do with five grand right now, you know, Mm. an extra five grand, man. Um, But, you know, he called me down and he's like, you know, son, it could be worse. You know, you could be in debt because of it, which I did go into some sort of debt a little while after that. But he said, at the end of the day, it's just money. It's a good thing that it happened young. It's a learning mm-hmm. experience. And not when I was 40 or 50 with 40 or $50,000 saved up or whatever. Because, man, God forbid this happened when I had that kind of money. Oh, I don't know what I would do. It would be gone, though, more than likely. Because I just kept telling myself, man, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. Just like with everything in life, you just, you're just chasing your tail, you know. Every now and then you get lucky and you might get a nibble of it, but... You're never going to catch it like you did before. Mm-hmm. Man, what a story. Yeah, yeah. Others have crazier, but, you know, for someone in, in my tax bracket, like, that was insane. It's just uh, something to tell the grandkids, you know, how, how their their old grandpappy Bobby lost all his money. And hopefully that won't spark them to go do the same thing. So out of that whole mm-hmm. thing, so you don't gamble much anymore. You still do, but not as much and not nearly as risky. Yeah, no, never. So what do, what do you feel like was like the, you learned from it? Self-control, honestly, is the biggest thing. I've always had a problem with self-control. I'm very impulsive. Like I think on like this drop of a hat, I have an idea, boom, I'm doing it no matter what it is. Sometimes it's good. It comes into play and work or whatever. And, or when I get inspired to start a new side hustle or something, but learning when enough is enough. And that, let's see, where am I trying to go with this? Uh, it honestly proved to me that I had no self control. 
because I've mm. always like known that I've had a slight problem with it. But I've told myself, no, you're fine. If you really needed to control yourself in some way, you would. But I didn't. I mean, it still happens from this day. I always tell myself every time I go to the casino, I'm only going to spend like $200. And I always end up spending like 600 bucks almost every time I go, unless I'm winning, of course, but that doesn't happen anymore. So even now, I still struggle with it, but it, it's manageable to the point where I just think about that phone call my dad and how I almost broke down in tears after losing all this money. He's like, I don't want to do that again. Mm. I can't. I can't. I don't know what I would do if I saved up all that money and then lost it again. I just I'd give up almost because that was supposed to, I don't know. That money was it meant a lot to me at the time. You know, and I can't believe I just threw it away like that. But mm. Yeah, just it, you learn about yourself when you put yourself in situations you, like that. You know what? I actually kind of have a story to oh, yeah. kind of piggyback off of you, you, yours. What's up? So when when I was smoking a lot, mm-hmm. and I was I think at this time I was I started getting into into shrooms and Adderall. What happened was me and Conrad we ended up we did this lemonade stand. Yeah, yeah, I, remember, I heard the story. Yeah. A couple of years, and we made like hundreds of dollars for that. Um, but we, we had this big jar Mm -hmm. saved up for, and this is a story I have not told like anybody. So I'm kind of surprised I'm telling the the whole world (laughs) this right now. (laughs) Some people would be very disappointed with me, but this is like, I feel terrible about it. (laughs) But like we raised, we had this special jar for, we were going to give all this money to cancer research. And we had about, I don't know, after two summers of doing it, it was about maybe 400 bucks from a lemonade stand. That's not, I, don't know, I, th- I was pretty well, stoked. We were that young too, you know. <laughs> yeah, dude, a, I was yeah. like 13, 14. I was like, this is a lot of money. Yeah. But I, I held on to that money for a while. And then I, I turned like 16 and I'm like starting to get into everything. Dude, I started like, I was just stealing from people. Like I was just, yeah, taking money from people and whatever. But I, I, I took all that money from for cancer research and I spent it all on drugs. Jesus, man. I f- like yeah. I feel so. I mean, man, it's it feels normal. terrible. But it's normal. Everyone has some sort of story like that. It's like you know, you know, <laughs> it happens. We're young. In our minds, we're like, oh, it's not gonna hurt anything. At the end of the day, like they they have money. They don't need it. And I'm young and this and that. And, so it's okay to do it while you're young. Same thing with this gambling stuff. Get it out of your system. Be done with it. Because it's one thing when you're young, but it's a whole other thing. If, Like Becca was saying, if I had 40, 50K when I'm 40 years old, you know, or 50 years old, doing it then is just, you can't. You're screwed over. If you're, if you're stealing from lemonade stands when you're 40 or 50 years old, man, you got a problem. You know? <laughs> but, but, yeah. uh, if you're 13 years old, whatever, 14, you know, you're being a kid. But it still feels bad. Yeah, dude. It's it's those it's moments like that that really set your mental for life. Mm-hmm. You'll think about that. Like you, that's one of your core memories. I still think about it. You know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like that's one thing that I'll I'll never do yeah. again. You know, it's like if somebody trusts me with with their money, or if you know if somebody's trusting me with whatever. Absolutely, I gotta follow through. Yeah. See, that's what I call divine <laughs> interview. Okay, it's the world setting you up for the life in front of you. Because imagine you have not been taught that lesson and then you get another opportunity before you were taught that lesson 
to do the same thing you did, but on a way larger scale, not being taught that lesson is not going to save you. You're going to give in to temptation. You're going to do it and you're going to screw yourself over. So the the world, you know, I'm, I'm not a super religious person, but like there, there is something out there, whatever that is, it, it, it does this for us. It, it puts these lessons in front of us for us 100% on purpose to prepare us for the future. Mm-hmm. Same thing with this gambling. I got it out. I'm ready to start making money now, like large sums of money and not have to worry about throwing it into a slot machine. And man, you could sell all the lemonade in the world and it's going to go to wherever you said it was going to go to. Guarantee it. You know, and, and stuff like that that we got to just be thankful for almost. You know? Oh, yeah. Thankful for that 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 hard heart, that, that hard feeling on the heart or heavy feeling on the heart, you know, the conscious. Mm-hmm. Thankful for our consciousness because we didn't have a conscious, man. We... We'd be screwed as a as a as a human race or whatever you know, as a, <laughs> as a society. That's mm-hmm. the word I'm looking for as a society. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going on with this human race stuff. You know. <laughs> okay, about that mm-hmm. that last part. If we didn't have a conscious, we'd be an interesting society. Yeah, it really does make me think of, and you know, I go there because I I like going there. but it makes me think of today. Like Mm -hmm. if you think about it, I've said this before to some people, but it's like, have you ever thought about how like stuff from like the sixties that people thought was like crazy is now like completely normal today? It's mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Isn't that crazy? And I feel like it's like, you know, it's like we're, that just made me think of that. It's like we're losing our consciousness or like losing our, morality yeah you know, like I know a, for sure ability to tell right and wrong kind of thing Do you think of a specific example what you're talking about like maybe one thing from the like the 60s or whatever that was frowned upon or or unheard of and now in today's world is just completely normalized i i don't know specifically mm-hmm. to make it easier on myself let's say like the Earlier than the 60s. <laughs> I don't know, like some of the things we wear, like in public. Yes, or even, And it's not me hating, mm-hmm. but like, you know, like being gay and stuff. Like that yeah, was... Yeah, race and everything. And, yeah. And, and feminism and having like females in the working field or, you know, and all that stuff that was all frowned yeah. upon back then. You know, whatever color you were, what orientation you were yeah i didn't i didn't even think about that like yeah. the the race stuff because like yeah yeah it's insane you know back in the day man depending on what color you were that that dictated where you were in life and, and even today's world we still experience some like discrimination towards races but or towards experience some sort of discrimination towards different colored people but it, it's not near as bad as it was back in the day and sure that's pretty obvious but i guarantee you, you go 50 years in the in the past and I saw an A-man, you think there'll ever be a black president. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you're freaking crazy, dude. Like, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. And then, no, there'll never freaking be one. And here we are. Freaking President Obama, one, one of the best presidents we've had in a while in comparison to others besides maybe Trump. But that's just, I'm not going to get political with it. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, women, you know, there's same thing go 50 years in the past hey is there any possibility a woman will ever be president and they're like you're freaking crazy dude she all the women are doing dishes right now or whatever and, mm-hmm. and you know we had a couple women run for president granted my opinion i think they're all trash but there is one woman out there for sure i think it changed the world oh yeah 
Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like the people who have run. Yeah, yeah. The, no. <laughs> it's trial and error. It's the beta version. You yeah. Know, like the, the we'll beginning get a good one of, eventually. Yeah, yeah. Apple will release their third generation of them or whatever. And those will be <laughs> finally good. You know, kind of like the, the freaking Vision Pro coming out now. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you seen that? The Vision Pro? The Vision, yeah. Yeah. I've heard yeah. of it. And then I've heard of like the AI calls yeah. and stuff about how they it's, like call you. Hey. It's insane. Have you, have you seen that video? Like. Where they have like AI calling you and they're like, hey, I saw you didn't get the Vision Pros. Really? I just wanted to ask you why. Oh, I haven't seen that. You decided not to buy them. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whatever. Apple's getting crazy with their marketing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the Vision Pro, man, that's going to be something. So what is it? It's like a VR? It's a VR. So it, it's been out for, or stuff like this has been out for quite a while. Like the Quest 3, you know, or all the different Quest VR headsets. Yeah, it's, we have Quest. It, it's not quite VR, but it's AR, augmented reality. So it, virtual reality is like a, a full submersion. You're in another world, another plane or whatever. Augmented is just bringing the digital world to our physical world, you know, and making it one. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like complete immersion, like some VR you would think, but it's walking down the street and looking at a building and seeing this skyscraper lined with digital advertisements. Oh you know, my gosh. That you only see if you have this Vision Pro on. Or this Quest Three on, or whatever is the latest in the, in ten years, you know, the, the, the newest edition. It's crazy. Yeah, that's what it's gonna be. I mean, you you'll look everywhere in the middle oh, of the yeah. sky. There'll be advertisements. Whoever pays the most gets their image put there, and it'll be a just if you're in that area, the code will make. Hey, I'm right here right now, and that means this ad is at this location. This is the ad I'm seeing, and or it even be tailored like with cookies, you know, on the internet. It'll be tailored to to what you like and. Whoever, yeah, it's it's gonna be insane. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, there's people driving with them. You know, they'll be watching their Netflix show while they're scrolling through TikTok and driving <laughs> at the same time. That makes yeah. me think of the Neuralink. Yeah, have you yeah. seen that? Oh, well, yeah. Wait until that's incorporated. Oh my in gosh, game. dude, that's yeah. like scary stuff. It's all scary. Dude. I mean, it's really cool. I mean, me as I kind of think. Me being a Christian, I kind of think that that's kind of like almost like the mark of the beast kind of stuff. I don't yeah. know how much you know about that. I could put two, Maybe two not, but I kind of thought that the vaccine was as well. <laughs> I can see where you're coming from. Um, it's... But I mean, if they like enforce it and you have to get it, yeah, then I feel like that would be a lot more likely. But it's just crazy how they're mm-hmm. trying to like, have you seen the show Upload? I've seen many clips of it. Dude. It's hilarious seeming show. Yeah. I'm like, holy cow, that's literally exactly what's going to happen in yeah. the future. Because it's like yeah. in the show, these people, like before they die or whatever, they're uploading their brains to some like virtual reality. Cloud or whatever. Yeah, the cloud. So then their their brain lives on or whatever in some. Could you get down with that? No. Not at all? Nope. They said right now, Jameson, it is perfected 100% success rate. You pass on, you will live as your former self in this cloud with whoever Dude. else is, is signed up with it. Don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't want to or I don't think it's cool, but it's just like that just goes against like reality and like nature. So, oh, and that- like my religion, you know, it goes against like life and death. It's like we're trying to be gods. That's crazy. And it's like we can't be God. That, that, that brings up an awesome topic I have in mind. 
Yeah, what's up? Okay, so imagine we get to that the, the day and age where that's a thing. It's perfected. It's like guaranteed. You know, yeah, if you would sign up for it. You, we upload your consciousness to here when you when you pass away. What does that say for religion? Like, what does that prove? Like, does that mean religion wasn't really a thing? Because I, I feel like if this is my opinion, I don't I don't mm-hmm. want to you know upset no, anyone say, whatsoever. Say, say you know? your but, opinion. Uh, in, in my opinion, I feel like that would almost disprove some religious things because. From what I would gather from religion is if you pass on, like you're there, you know that, that there's nothing else you can do about it. But if we can stop it, put you here instead, who's to say it even existed in the first place or mm. or whatnot? You know, if we can intervene into that, yeah, what does that mean? I feel like that it will upset a lot of people and cause a lot of controversy on mm-hmm. that side of things. Yeah, uh, there's this uh, doctor. Uh, I'm forgetting his name, but people can look him up. He's talking a lot about cloning people and they've Mm. been doing it and they've been learning how to do it successfully. And like what, what they're doing is like, they can like take somebody's, it's kind of just like upload. It's where they take somebody's uh, mind and then transfer it to some clone that they made. And they're trying to, he's, his big thing is he's trying to build like people like cyborgs. And he's trying to make like genetically enhanced humans. So, and then he goes, we are going to be like, we are going to be gods. And there is going to be no God because we are going to make ourselves God. And it just like, he puts his agenda out there clearly. But it, it makes me think that like, I don't think he's trying to make us gods. Like just that. I think he's trying to purposefully, and he says this too, like the God of the Bible will be proven like we will be above him. And I think that's what they're going to try and do is, I mean, some people are going to be in it for the technology and whatever, but I think some people are going to be in it for like, they want to push this because they want to disprove. Absolutely. Like religion and stuff. You said this is like, this is real. Like this is happening. You know? Yeah. This this, this, uh, scientist, he's, he's like, I think some, he's an Indian guy. Or something. But his big thing is he talks about genetically enhancing humans so hmm. that we can, and like, yeah, he, he's got a lot of stuff. See, I don't really think that even if you were to genetically enhance humans, that would go around God per se. I really don't. Cause you, how do I look at this from like a biased standpoint? I mean, you're still here on this world and you still can die and god will if if god is here he'll just wait you know that's all it would be like you just wait i mean i feel like the the only possible way to to like interrupt god's plan you know divine plan or whatever would be like almost upload thing like like you actually physically die and then we put you alive over here you know that to me that's 100 percent an interruption and in whatever balance are supposed to be and that i feel like would upset people but trying to Who's this guy think he is trying to make people immortal? Like that ain't gonna do it for you, man. Dang. I think I'm getting off the topic there. No, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of like the same thing though. So you said he's just trying to enhance us to make us more godlike. To to what extent? You know, like he he talks a lot about basically. So when you're born, they take like the certain sperm and and eggs and mm-hmm. cells, and they can create the perfect human being from that. But also they can do like stuff where they change you know after you're born they can do 
they can like clone a body. Say you don't like your body now, they can just clone your body and then uh, transfer your your brain or whatever okay. to another body. Or um, and from a religious standpoint, you wouldn't like this because it's kind of messing up with the the, the like God's plan on everything. Almost, I, I just know. it's like you know I I think we we we're all built how we were built for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're all built in the image of God. And like, we're just, what makes us want to change so bad? I think it's like, we just want, I mean, in my opinion, I think the reason all this stuff is happening and people just want to keep pushing the, like our limits. We want to keep pushing our limits to see how far we can go because we're all so like stimulated constantly yeah we're all like everything's happening around us it's getting noisier it's getting like there's more screens there's more we always need more we're constantly needing more and then we're never taking a break to just relax you know yeah so i i could see that upsetting some people especially like super religious people but in in my mind i feel like the religious people should be the people who accept it because like what you were saying earlier with, you know, God makes us who we are, we're all made in God's image, you know, or that wouldn't entail that God has a plan, you know, a plan. Do you think that anyone could go against God's plan? If Like, let, let's say 100% without a doubt, God is real and God is all who we say he is. Do you think anyone could possibly go against him and what, what his will is? I think they can go against him. Okay, let, let me rephrase it. If you mean like destroy his plan or yeah like completely um, mess up his plan yeah like derail his plan no okay then um, wouldn't you think that his plan is to let us do this i think in the in the bible it kind of says actually what it's going to kind of be like mm-hmm. but basically it says in revelation and i i don't know everything about about it and, and yeah. whatever but basically if you think about it the devil's main goal is to just he's trying to take as many people with him as he can yeah not for sure and god has a plan but he knows that like you know there's gonna be an end to all this and he's gonna come out on top in the end and he gives people free will to believe what they want because you know if if he forced a relationship there's it's a forced relationship you know If, if if you had a friendship and it was like they were only friends with you because you made them. It wouldn't be so great. But people, so Satan, the devil, his plan is to take as many people as he can. And God, he's not going to sit here trying to prove everybody that he's real. He he did what he had to do, and he, he works in everybody's lives individually. But the devil's job is to confuse people and create like chaos confusion and like distract distractions and whatever and man i'm losing my train of thought this is gonna gonna be so good (laughs) it happens so quick you're right on the 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 brisk of it yeah it's just gone it's like nope and that right there is the devil trying to pull you off man but it's it's like uh yeah it's like so so god he's already like History has already been written. He already knows what's going to happen, mm-hmm. but and he warns us. He's like, "Hey, it's going to be hard to be a Christian. It's going to be hard to follow me. People are going to persecute you for it. What's 
he says in the Bible, it says in the end, like what's good is considered evil and what's evil is considered good. And like things are just going to be completely flip flopped because the devil wants to take everybody he can. The devil's going to put everything out of perspective, you know, and how it really is going to manipulate it. Like you said, good is evil and evil is good. Trying to trick you. See, now I'm, I'm not a super religious person, like I've said before, but I do believe in a higher power or, or there's something out there. If it's God, great. You know, I love it. I love God, but I, I just don't know what it is, you know, but we are on a path and whatever path that may be, it, it is, it is willed. Uh, it is someone's will for us to be on that path for sure. And it's a scary thought to have because it, it, it almost takes away your, your purpose, you know, it, if, okay. Is it all right if I say this real quick? Yeah, sure. So I was, that uh, you said that God has a plan for everybody mm-hmm. and he has like a path for everybody. But because we get, you know, like we decide to take our own path a lot of the time. Yeah. So we have to learn our own lessons and we have to figure a lot of things out that we wouldn't have had to if we would have just stayed on God's path. But one thing I had to re- like realize was um, like he has a plan for me and then I have a plan for me. In the end, he's always going to bring me back to his his path, but I can wander as far as I want and then eventually I'm going to end up going back, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like you make your own decisions and you, in the end, you choose like what happens, but, you know, he's got a path for everybody. Yeah, see... So- a lot of people look at it that way. And that that is a great way to look at it. I, I think most people should. More people should look at it that way. It's, yes, we're all on this path. Sometimes we veer from it, but we always come back. No, no, no matter I what. think, sorry to cut you no, off again. Good, yeah. I think we only really come back if you, like, I think if you, you, you're on the path that you're supposed to be on, on God's path when you know what that means, you know, and like you have a relationship with him because you can't really know what his path is unless you have a relationship with him. So it's like if you never find, if you never find God, then I feel like what it would be like is just you're living on your own path your whole life, you know, and maybe like God's with you and he's like kind of tries to pull you in every once in a while and he's like, you know, trying to get you. Yeah. Um, but in the end, you know, like we make our own decision and then like we create a path depending on if we want to do that or not. It, does that make sense? No, no, for sure. Like, I, it, I could get it if that got confused. No, like, <laughs> it makes sense. The, to me, that, that presents problems when it's, when it's said like that in the sense that like earlier we mentioned, you know, do you think God's plan could be derailed? By humans, by like like human, like mankind's power, we we cannot physically or spiritually derail God's plan. There's no way mm-hmm. no, He's God. There's no way we could. That being said, you know, wouldn't that mean that everything's happening for a reason and it's as God would want? And if everything's happening for a reason, as that as God would want, wouldn't He want us to take this this separate path? Wouldn't He know that we're taking this separate path? And and if that's the case, then wouldn't he know that we, this person isn't going to get back on it? And wouldn't he know that this person is? And if, if that's the case, then would he have any intervention at all with anything going on if he already knows? And, and 
I think he does try. I think he tries to show people. See, but it's it, like it just doesn't make sense because if he's trying to show us, but he already knows that we're not going to get on the path, why would he show us? I mean, he could do it just because he's like, oh, I have to. You know, it's sure it's a job. You got to do this part of the job you don't want to do, even though, you know, or you have to do this part of the job, even though you know it's not going to work. But I don't know. Something just isn't right about it. Like it, it, I've struggled with this for a lot. I've thought about this exact thing before, like everything, everything happening for a reason. Like let's say yeah. without a doubt, 100% that everything happened for a reason, you know, what doors would that open? What, what would that, what kind of chaos would that cause? Like, does that mean that that guy that shot and killed that family of five, that was for a reason? And a lot of people that get stuff like that gets brought up all the time. Oh, if God was real, then why would he let my baby die? Yeah. You know, and it's, in my opinion, it, that baby had to die for the baby after that to live the success it was going to live for. You know, like let's, let's say, for instance, this is a crazy theory, but just to put it in perspective, mm -hmm. this, this family of five had to die so that Einstein can be a thing. Mm -hmm. You know, Einstein changed the freaking world. Without Einstein, who knows where we would be at right now? You know, and, um, it's like and a that's, constant chain reaction. Yeah, it, it, yin and yang. Okay, mm -hmm. the, the, that's what I believe in. For every action, there's reaction. For every this, there is that. It's the best way I could put it. And that's why God lets things happen the way they do, because He doesn't need to intervene. It's it's all divine. It's all like, yes, I know your walk is hard. I know this is gonna suck for you, but this is what needs to be done. And other for others to prosper and a lot of people don't like that ideology because they're yeah. like oh god's not no, gonna leave someone behind right right yeah for sure it's right but like people are like no that's not right god's not gonna let that happen to people mm -hmm. no but it's if people would just understand that things happen for the, the betterment of everything and that seems yeah. like almost like a narcissistic point of view i know a lot of people will relate that to like like genocide they'll call that genocide they're like oh that's like hitler trying to kill out the jews because he thought that that would better the race. And no, it's not like that because that is humankind. Uh, well, see, then that, that it brings me back to it my It brings it point. off to like the path or, yeah. or yeah. something, right? Well, what I was going to say is um, that Hitler, with the, 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 the tragedy that happened when he was around, was not God. It was Hitler, it was humankind intervening. But then that would kind of dis, disvalidate my point I was saying about god having a purpose for everything you know like there's a reason that he allowed hitler to do what he yeah. did he and, allows it yeah because we can take our own path but in the end he's gonna try and he's gonna try and use what mess we make and he's gonna try and turn it into good you know i think i think it's because god follows the laws of and physics. it's so it's really i've actually can like thought about this a lot and i've had the same questions so mm -hmm. and it's like this is good stuff to talk about because i get confused about it all it, the it's time it's very confusing because <laughs> it's stuff we don't know this, this yeah. is stuff on paper and I'm, I'm being 100 open-minded to you right now i appreciate like, that I'll, this I'll, is like talk about this with a lot of people you know it's like, they'll, they'll lose their marbles yeah i mean it's like i have my my beliefs and whatever but it's like i want to understand and that's why do you believe what you believe? And it's like, yes, you know, if you don't ever consider other people's perspectives, then really, how do you know if yours is really the right exactly. one? Exactly. Because you, yeah, exactly. You have to consider it because if you don't consider it, then you can never disprove it, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's not all about disproving. I don't want to suggest that. 
Yeah. You know, but it's like really finding the truth. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to find search your own truth. And for me, I'm constantly looking for the truth. I have never, ever in my life put down on paper, like written in stone what I believe. I don't have anything written in stone what I believe. I'm so open for other possibilities. You know, if, if one day I truly believe that aliens control the world, then that's what I believe. If one day I truly believe that God is the, the almighty and everything, man, by God, that's what I believe. You know, I, I'm constantly searching for that. And that's why I love talking about this stuff because it constantly gives me more insight on it mm -hmm. and, and helps me come to the decision. And hopefully I'll come to something one day soon because I don't want to live my whole life, you know, um, searching for something to believe in. But man, it's just, it's hard for me the way my brain works. I, I'm that guy that needs the proof, you know, mm -hmm. what wasn't seen isn't real or saying, how's that saying go? I don't know if y'all old folk know what I'm trying to say. Y'all yeah, know the saying, but this generation don't know those things. So. <laughs> but uh, this generation doesn't know anything. Yeah, no, no, no. But but yeah, I, I'm a man. The I like to call myself a man of science. Like I like facts and statistics and numbers and pictures. I love pictures, but mm -hmm. there ain't no pictures of God, so we can't go off of that. Um, Dude, you know, you kind of remind me of this kid I went to school with when I was in fifth grade. Mm -hmm. He was like, they they were teaching about uh, the Big Bang Theory, and I was the oh, one Lordy. Christian kid. I was like trying to tell everybody, Jesus, whatever, whatever, yeah, yeah, Jesus, yeah. Jesus, Jesus. And then it was so funny. This one kid, he was like, he just wanted to argue with me about <laughs> it. <clears throat> but he just wanted it. He's like, no, Jesus isn't real because science says this and this and this and science proves this. And I'm just like, what I told him, I was like, all right, man, you wait. You wait for the day that you see Jesus coming <laughs> down from the clouds and then you'll believe me. <laughs> hey, man, maybe he'll, maybe he will. Dude. Maybe he'll experience something <clears throat> like that. So funny. But, man. Yeah, I, I just, I don't like to put anything on paper. Yeah. Yeah, I'll never say, like, oh, Jesus isn't real. It's, okay, but, like, religion, I, I don't necessarily like that word a lot. Me neither. Because it's, I feel like with Christianity, it's not, like, a religion, but it's, like, it's more of a relationship. Yeah. Like, with with God, it's it's not a belief that I have. It's, like, it's a, it's a real relationship it's yeah. like i talk to him he talks to me and it's like that's something that most people don't understand about being a christian is that it's not just some belief that you have but it's like you get your belief like you get it proven to you you know it's like a feeling it's know? a feeling it's a like he speaks to you it's and almost physical only you, know? you will know yeah when he's talking to you you know okay I think of stuff like that all the time because you hear all these people, these like pastors and priests and priestess, I don't know what you call a female priest or whatever, but all these people is talking about their experiences with that, you know, and it's like, man, I prayed and he talked to me and I've always wanted to experience that. Like, man, that, that would do it for me. Mm -hmm. if, if I hear him talking to me, I'm getting on my knees and I'm praying to God the rest of my life. I, I will do everything in his image from here on out, but like I try to get to the bottom of it. Like, why doesn't this happen to me? Why does this happen to everyone else but not me? And I think about it. It's like, what is it really that you're hearing or seeing? Is is it? I think that is like 
I think he he kind of works in different ways for different people, you know? Because, like, he knows you yeah. exactly how you are, and he knows exactly how you think. And I think if he was to just give you the answer, that's not you coming to him. It's yeah. like... It's not faith, you know? It's not faith. Yeah. And I think that's... That's, That's what, what people need with sometimes, you know. It's I, like, I struggle with it so much. Faith. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I have don't really have a whole lot of faith. You know, I never really have. I've always been kind of guy that's everything's gonna happen as it happens. It's out of my hands. You know, I'm sit back and relax and take it as it is and as it comes. I wish I had more faith. And who knows? Maybe one day I'll experience something that gives me that kind of like our lemonade. It'd be my lemonade stand. You know, I'll experience it and it'll open up my eyes and something beyond the the path that's left for me after that. You know? mm-hmm. um, so for me, if it's all right, if I tell you a little bit about my story with, yeah, yeah. with that, I, you know, I grew up in a Christian home and whatever, but I wasn't, I didn't really feel like it was my religion. I didn't feel like that was me. I just felt like it was there because my parents put it on me. Yeah. And then, you know, I had this big experience with with demons and I've talked it all about it on a couple different episodes but I had this crazy experience with demons and for the longest time I di- like I didn't know how to like I hated God I it was like I knew he was real and you know it's like like, him. like I said he works different ways for different people mm. so this is just my story everybody's is different but for me it was like I knew he was real but I didn't want to follow him. I I hated him. And so I chose to live how I wanted to live. And then, and I was like praying to the devil and whatever. Like I was seeing demons. I was hearing them and whatever. Eventually, I I was trying to get rid of them and I didn't know how. Thought it was medicine, huh? Yeah. But I I tried every way to get rid of them. And I was like, I would talk to them. I would send them back to hell. I'd be like, you know, you're out of here. Get out of here. But they never went away, and they would always come back until, and I I kept getting this, like, from everybody. My mom, and, like, he was, like, the voice in the back of my head. And he was, like, I knew what I had to do, but I didn't want to do it. And I just, the voice was telling me, you need to surrender. You need to surrender your life to God. Yeah. I was, like, I don't even know what that means, first of all. Right. But also, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, I love Stop doing me, what yeah. I'm doing. I was, like, I love... Um, smoking. I love drinking. I don't want to give up any of that. Yeah, I love spending all the money from the lemonade stand. You know? <laughs> exactly. I was like, I love the, my lifestyle. I love what I'm doing. I don't want to surrender. Yeah. But eventually, what happened was I got to such a low point in my life where I was like forced. It was like I had no other choice. I was like, I've tried everything else to be happy. And I was like exhausted. I was done. I didn't know what else to try. Yeah. I was like, okay. All right, God, I'm going to surrender to you. Just gone. And like, demons are gone, dude. And it was like, ever since then, I've had, like, I completely changed. And it was like, at first, it was like, uh, it was really hard for me to believe. I was like, still, I was like, you know, praying about it a lot. I was like, God, is this like real? Is this Am I finally done? You know, are you teasing me or am I done? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And like with, with more time, like my relationship grew, my questions grew and I kept asking more questions and I kept getting answered and like, and then I just, you know, I got filled with like just, just joy and like peace. Like I have peace now. I could just relax. 
And it was just ever since that moment when I I was like, okay, I have to surrender. Yeah. You know? And like for everybody, it's different. You know. Hmm. That's awesome. That it's not, but it's awesome. You know, yeah. like yeah, the <laughs> the outcome of it, the end then result was awesome. I don't know. I haven't had too many crazy religious experiences. Um, there's been a few, but nothing that's like nothing like that. You know, the and time's I, coming. I just like honestly, dude. And I'm going to be so real with you. Like, yeah. I've prayed for you a lot. Really? That's I've sweet. prayed for Gabe a lot. Dude, I love it. You know and what I'm, I mean? Like, I'm praying like one day he just, he shows you what you need to see and whatever. And I don't mean to be that <laughs> crazy no, you're not, friend. You're but not like, pushy, bro. It's just, man, I just, I love you so much. And like, yeah. I know for me, I would hate myself if I didn't share this yeah, with you. Didn't try. you know? yeah. If I didn't try. That's so. your it's your path, dude. That's what you're set here for. One hundred percent is the that's why you're doing this podcast stuff to get your word out there. You know, you're not gonna you're not some disciple or nothing, but you, you your word is meant to be heard and it will. You know, and it's funny we're kinda like crawling to that topic, you know, and religion and all that and paths and my mom, she has it stuck in her head that I'm supposed to be a preacher one day. Like a like a religious well. She never specifically used the words religion or religious preacher, you know, or a preacher of the gospel. And and I like to, to really focus on that detail that she never specifically said what kind of preacher I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But she just, it was always insinuated that it was some sort of religious preacher. That's the, the context she gave. But she said, like, I can't remember if it was before I was even born or after I was born, something like that. But her preacher at the time came to her and was like, that boy is going to be a preacher. Let me tell you, he is going to be a preacher. My mom is our whole, my whole childhood has always just seen things and said, I'm going to be a preacher. I'm going to be a preacher. And there there was something else. I don't remember what it was. Maybe I was too young or just didn't care enough to like really hone in on it and hold on to the memory. But there was something that like shook me because it was so put in front of my face that I was supposed to be a preacher. Like, I almost believed it for a second. You know, I, I don't remember what it was. I wish I could, but it was right there. It's like, man, I'm supposed to be a freaking preacher, you know? And I'm very interested to see where life will take me in like the next 10 years, 15, mm-hmm. 20, 30, 40, however long it takes, you know? But before I die, I'm curious to see where I'm at and if there's any truth to that, you know, or or what kind of preacher I may be. You know, who knows? Maybe this is the preaching right here. This, this, this very moment, I'm preaching right now just like you're preaching but sorry i i I think that's just so interesting because like that's gonna be like in the back of your head for the rest of your life it it always is i think about it always is yeah and so you know what's crazy i had the same thing growing up Mm -hmm. except for it wasn't my parents or anything it was a vision in my head really yeah and i had a vision in my head of what i was supposed to do and it was like even my okay i lied my mom and dad like they would say it to me they're like Jameson, you're going to, you're going to like, you're going to lead people. Yeah. You're going to become uh, like a, a figure, a preacher, you know? yeah. a preacher or, or uh, whatever. Yeah. That was like something I kept hearing, but I also had this vision in my head and I was like, I'm supposed to do this. That's it. Yeah. And you know, when I was like in the whole uh, talking with demons and stuff, I still had the same vision. It was like, really, it was like, God kept telling me, he's like, Hey man, you're, I still got a plan for you. It's kind of like you're like, you can run all you want. Almost. Yeah. That's um, it. And it was just so crazy because I was just like, nope, 
it's not gonna happen. Right, not me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's not gonna happen. But he just kept telling me. He's like, he's just that voice in the back of my head forever. And it's like, it's gonna happen. It's gonna oh, happen. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm so open to it. You know, I mean, if that's what I turn into, then by golly, I'm here for it. You know, I, like I was saying earlier, and I kind of go with the flow. Whatever life takes me or pushes me, that's where I'm at in that moment. And, Man, if that's where I end up at, then that's where I end up at. That's what I'm willing to do or ready to do. And I'm just, I don't know, because I, I do believe in in, in signs, you know, and and mm-hmm. because uh, that's the most blunt way to put it is signs. Yeah, I absolutely believe that whatever the higher power is, that thing absolutely puts signs in front of you for to kind of guide you to where you need to be and yeah. it'll put you where you need to be no matter what. That's why like. Everything happens for a reason in my mind and, and all this, you know, picking up that penny you found on the, the road that, that has some sort of effect to where you're going to be in life before you before you leave life, you know. And I get stuck on that stuff all the time. It's just the, down to the nittiest, grittiest detail of of cause and effect. Like, like I said, simply just picking up a penny off the ground, you know, how that may change your path or lead you further down your path, you know. Like there's no telling how catastrophic or dramatic or huge just picking up that penny could be you know for some people they picked up a million dollar penny it's a penny worth a million dollars and that absolutely changed their life you know for other people maybe he picked up that penny and now that baby doesn't pick up that penny and choke on it you know that just i can go down a whole rabbit hole that's just like yeah cause and effect yeah it's like left and right constantly uh, wherever you're at there's always cause and effect so and 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 that is for this audience's, uh, you know, terms or whatever, that's God's divine intervention right there. Whatever you think. Yeah. 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 That, that's, that's the, I, I personally, when it comes to talking about religion, I use like the universe as yeah, almost referring yeah. to God and like spirituality as referring to religion. It's all one and the same in my mind. Like my version of the universe is y'all's version of God. Like it's the same thing just without mm-hmm. the physical term of God. Cause yeah. I, I just don't like the physical term of God. I don't like putting like a physical attribute to it, but but yeah, the, whatever the universe has planned, that is the universe's divine intervention, you know, of, of setting this up. And you know, who knows? Maybe one day, me saying universe will turn to saying that's God's plan. And th- another big reason why I don't use the terminology of like religion and and God and Jesus and all that is because I don't fully believe it yet. I don't want to lie yeah. to myself. And yeah. if God is real, I don't want to lie to Him either. Like I don't no, want to say yeah. I believe in you, God, when I know I really. Don't fully believe in him yet. If you don't, and like, like that's yeah, and and that's really yeah. all it is. I just I don't want to lie. You know, I don't want to lie to myself. There's, it's, I mean, it honestly, I'm not gonna lie though. Like, it's like upsetting watching people say, "Oh yeah, I believe in God," and then they're talking about it just like how you're talking about, like like a universe or whatever. Oh yeah, I'm like, yeah. They know you don't no, really. You yeah, don't you don't really. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And so I respect that more yeah. than you could. No, like that's good to hear. I, I yeah. was curious how people would think like, about that. I, you know? I see it too many times where people are like, "Oh, I believe in God" or whatever. And yeah, then it's like, and then they really don't. They really yeah. don't. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. yeah, that's why I just don't call myself <laughs> religious or nothing. Because I, and until I believe it, there's no point in me saying it. And, and like a drug addict saying, "I'm not addicted," you know, it's it's contradicting and it, it gets you nowhere. You know, you gotta admit whatever it is before you can fix it. And I admit right now, I don't necessarily 100% believe in God. And for those of y'all listening, by all means, 
I hope and pray that there is a God. I hope there is. Like I, I said earlier, I would get down on my knees if it was proven to me. I totally would. I mean, that would make life so much easier and so less stressful knowing that there's someone over out there watching over us and guiding us and he knows where we're going because not knowing where you're going is scary. It's absolutely terrifying. And it, it would be so comforting to know that there's someone out there. So I always look. That's why I love having these conversations because I'm, I'm just hoping that one day it'll click and it's like, yes, I can relax now. I know he's out there and I know he's watching over us, but mm -hmm. I just, it just hasn't clicked yet. Maybe mm -hmm. one day soon, hopefully. But yeah. I don't think we, uh, I don't think we stayed on gambling very much. No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I, yeah. I, that's why I don't like to, I tell my listeners on the interviews, I'm like, be prepared. Don't know what to expect. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> We're, the better way to put it is we're going to start talking talking about game. Yeah. You know, is yeah. where you should put it. Not like this session we're talking about game. No, yeah. we're going to start talking we're gonna about start game. start it off by... With, yeah. Yeah, a great way to put it. Yeah, because, I mean, I had the choice to either ask my interviewees, like, make a specific topic and then ask them, like, questions about, like, how they thought about this or that topic. Mm -hmm. But I ran into some... Uh, an issue on the very first interview really? and it was if they don't know much about that topic there's nothing to talk about the the interviewee yeah. or the yeah. person interviewing yeah the interviewee yeah. so it's like i just want these interviews to be like you know something we're both doing it's like something you're don't passionate flow, about you know? yeah it, something we can both talk about without all putting pressure be, on it yeah and, yeah all these should be is just getting an outside perspective or getting a perspective from someone else, you know, just seeing their perspective of the world and like trying to look at it through their eyes. Cause that, that's, that's, that's gone. You know, we used to be able to see things from people's perspective back in the day, but nowadays it's, it's all me, me, mine, you know, and um, doing these interviews is just trying to jump into their, their skin and like see where the, how they see things. That's super interesting to me. And I think about stuff like that all the time as well as, how, how do they view that versus how I view it? You know, how does that affect them versus how it affects me? And and doing interviews like this really can put some of that perspective. Yeah. People. It's like, wow, you know, he shares a lot of the same feelings and thoughts that I do. I thought I was the only one. Or, mm -hmm. or Yeah, or, it's like really helpful yeah. stuff. To like, man, that's a crazy way to think about it. I never thought of it like that. Yeah. You know? and, and so, yeah, it's not just about. Interviews are super helpful, though. Mm -hmm. Super helpful. Whereas at one time, you know, you are talking earlier about like uh, – your past like drug phase, you know, I went through the same sort of thing, you know, taking pretty much any drug I got my hand on. And one of my most memorable nights or experiences with a drug, it was ecstasy. I'd taken like two or three things, like pills of ecstasy, like little tablets. And I took them with a friend of mine. Me and him stayed up like 24 hours straight, straight talking about religion. Because all we talked about was religion, like back and forth. Probably one of the best conversations I've ever had as far as religion goes because it was so open-minded from both sides. Yeah. We were never trying to disprove one another. Yeah. It was just your thought and my thought, and it kept just going down this rabbit hole and just, oh, what, what about this? Oh, what about this? And then we'd have this, we had this click moment. It's like, oh, I figured it out. I figured the universe <laughs> out, man. Like, this is it. This is it. And he was like, oh, what is it? What is it? You got to tell me right now. And I tell him, and then the, boom, it'll click for him. He's like, man, I figured the universe out. You know, and it just, it kept going back and forth. And we were trying to like 
pinpoint it down, like come up with a formula almost, not literally, but metaphorically come up with a formula of how religion works. And it, it was really cool. We were sitting on a couch, not bigger than that couch for freaking 24 hours straight. Almost. <laughs> you know, of course we're smoking awesome. and everything too, keeping it going. But yeah, it was, it was a great conversation. And th- that has been some of my better experiences with drugs and reasons why I kept doing them, but it, it always le- ends up bad eventually, you know, in the long run. But there are, uh, a- again, with the, the everything happens for a reason, I couldn't, ex- I couldn't uh, imagine living in a world where I didn't do drugs or haven't, not didn't do, haven't done drugs before because it's 100% made me into who I am and it needed to happen for me to be who I am. Yeah, it's not everyone's path, and I don't wish that path on anyone mm-hmm. whatsoever. But for for those of you who need it and who have gone through it, it, it's okay. Like you can come out of it, and you'll be a the person you're meant to be afterwards. Yeah, you know? yeah, and that's something people don't do a lot, like a lot, or people don't realize a lot is that we get hung up on our past, or we're we're sitting, we, let it define we us. sit in regret. Yeah. yeah, we let it define us. Uh, or wait, no, we like, (laughs) yeah, like remember the past and regret or remember it in pain. Like if I had the choice, I could remember that this, this whole cancer thing with my sister, Mm -hmm. I can remember that whole thing in, in pain and like, I can, oh man, it sucked or whatever and it was the worst. Yeah. Or I can look at it like that made me who I am today. It made you stronger. And it 100% did. Um, but it's just like a. You choose how you look at it. Absolutely. Got glass half full, glass half empty. Mm-hmm. You know, you, and it, it's a lot easier to look at it as more meaningful when you're on the other side of it. Oh, yeah. It's one thing when you're writing the, the knit and grit, you know, of it, it's hard to see the positive or the mm-hmm. potential positive. Like, I guarantee anyone sleeping on the side of the road tonight is like, man, life sucks. I'm done. I'm over it. But I guarantee you, once they're on that other side, they're like, man, I'm so glad that I was able to come over that. I can get over anything now. You know? mm-hmm. And it's those experiences that really do define us, but in the in, in a good way. Mm-hmm. You know? When I was in like the the thick of everything, with like my mental health and stuff, mm-hmm. I was stargazing a lot. I found myself stargazing like a lot. Literally stargazing. Yeah, like, literally. I I still, I love stargazing. It's yeah. one of my favorite things. But I ended up getting a stick and poke on my thigh. Oh, yeah? <laughs> of the little dipper. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> um, because it was like when I was so, like, no matter how bad things were, I still got to look up and I was like, wow, there's so much, like, there's a bigger picture that I don't even get to see. Yeah. You know, it was like there's mm-hmm. so much going on. And it just, it did definitely help out. Help center like, you. Again, yeah. You know, it's like, still hope, you know? It's, yeah. Because there's just so much going on everywhere. And there's like, yeah, there's just so much of a bigger picture that we don't even get to see. Yeah. So. We're just, cool. we're just a little speck, you know, one little speck of the whole universe. And, and it's, it doesn't have to be so uh catastrophic you know those little things we go through it can just it's just another thing we go through and we can just keep moving on you know and realize that that is not going to end the world you know that that little experience we had is not going to end the world and there's a brighter side you want to take a quick break yeah yeah let me take a five 
But welcome back, my friends. We took a break. I Talked a break. about a lot of things that will never be put out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For a while. You know, who knows? Maybe, maybe we get big enough. It won't matter what we say anymore. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for now, um, to be announced. But for now, uh, let's talk about a little bit, just a little bit, maybe. Who knows? We'll see where it goes about money and success. And like, I did like that, what you said real quick when we were on break, like what measures success? Because I saw something a little bit of mm-hmm. a while ago about this guy, what measures success? And he was like, is it, he's like, because all these people are saying, oh no, it was not about success, but it was like, what measures hard work? Like how hard you worked? He's like, because some of you guys are posting on your stories like, I worked 12 hours today. He's like, okay, but does that mean you worked harder? Because somebody else worked 16 hours today. And then there's like how much uh, focus you had. And then there's like all these different variables, which is crazy. Hard working or hardly working? You know, it's a saying that I grew up with. Are you hard working or hardly working? And that that doesn't always go along with what you're saying because I know what you're trying to say. It's like, who's to say that this 12-hour shift worker worked harder than the 16-hour shift worker. I think that's more what you're getting at. It was, oh yeah, because it was about like people posting on their stories or something mm-hmm. saying, I work harder than everybody yeah. else and whatever. Like, well, you work 12 hours, I work 16 hours. Yeah, you know? so does that mean that I outworked you or whatever? So in, in layman's terms, you know, puts things on paper. Obviously, it boils down to what work are you doing? You know, obviously the, the guy that worked 12 hours in the oil field is going to have it a lot easier than the guy that works 16 hours working, walking dogs or whatever. Sure, on paper, like, oil field worker worked harder. But what you really got to think about is what did that dog walker go through to be able to work that 16 hours walking dogs? It's like uh, busy work versus mm-hmm. work that's going to really boost what you want. Yeah. You know, like, uh, have you ever thought about that? Like, I've thought about this a lot because I used to be that guy who was like, oh, I'm the hardest worker out here. I'm doing 16 hours and I'm doing like when I get home, I'm hitting the gym and whatever. Yeah. But it was like busy work. It was like wasn't stuff, building anything. It wasn't building anything. It was going nowhere. But I was like, oh, I'm working so yeah. hard. And I was, but it wasn't leading to anywhere. It's like when you're running on a treadmill, you can yeah. run, but you're not going to go anywhere. I love that a lot. It's like, you know, there's this guy working on the the assembly line, putting this one bolt in 16 hours a day, and then there's the guy that's running back and forth to different offices, different people having different meetings, trying to set up things and, you know, build a company, run a company or whatever. And and in a lot of ways, that'll always trump the, the guy working 12 hours on the oil field. Sure, it's, it's physically demanding on that oil field, but where are you putting yourself at? After that, mm-hmm. you go home, you shower, you go to bed, and you made the rich richer. And sure, people will look at it like, oh, well, he's supplying the world with oil, you know? Yeah. And sure, we need people for that. But, but it's like your personal success yeah. path. Like, you know, like, when it comes down to your end goal, what did you do for yourself? Yeah. Build your 401k that, you know, your company may get bought out and your pension you may lose your pension or whatever. Like, at the end of the day, are you really doing anything for yourself? Versus this guy that worked, you know, six hours, only six hours making Zoom calls or or talking to suppliers, trying to figure this out or that out for their business or whatever it may be. Or even the, the guy sitting in 
in college right now, getting a business degree, degree trying to work on how to run his business in the future whenever he starts it up. And I guess it all just depends on what your end goal of success looks like. You know, do you want to be the guy that retires off of a 401k or a pension, you know, or do you want to be the guy that retires with generational wealth or whatever? Mm-hmm. And it, it gets so much broader than that. It can even be, uh, it all really just depends. You know, I personally think the the person that is building something for themselves will always work harder than the guy working on that oil field because it's for himself. Mm-hmm. I think about this. Oh, it's funny we're bringing this topic up because this is something I was thinking of today. Actually. I know. I think about it like constantly too. I'm at work. I'm, I'm a mechanic. I, I mentioned that in the beginning of the stream. I say I mentioned that a lot, but oh, well, I mentioned that in the beginning <laughs> of the stream and don't get me wrong. I love working on cars. It's a passion of mine. It always will be. It's something I dreamed of doing from being a kid, you know, where there was actually working on cars or being an engineer on for cars and whatnot. But every day I think about my boss randomly coming up to me and saying, Bobby, you're not giving me a hundred percent today. You know, you, you, I feel like you're a little, little off. And I always think of my response being, course i'm not giving you 100 percent. and then i envision him saying well why not and i tell myself i would say are you giving me 100 percent of your money and he's like well no well then i'm not going to give you 100 percent of me you know it's not it's not worth it if if you're not giving me 100 percent, i'm not going to give you 100 percent. you will only get what you can pay for and mm-hmm. you can only pay for 20 percent, which is 20 bucks an hour whatever you know and that don't don't look at that as me not being a hard worker. I do exactly what is required of me throughout the day, day and day, or throughout every day. I do exactly what's required of me. I get what he needs done, and I've always been a hard worker. But at the same time, I'm not going to work my butt off to grow his company and to make him even more successful. And I love my boss. He's he's my best friend. You know, one of my best friends, good friend of mine. And I wish him all the success. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to you or someone else. You, you're only going to work hard for yourself. And I'm not going to make myself successful working for $20 an hour. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to put all my heart and soul into $20 an hour. And a lot of the older people who may be listening to this are going to be, oh, well, you got to earn it. You got to work for it. You got to prove it, that you deserve 100% of the company or whatever. And, And yeah, but... At the same time, like I know I'm never going to get there. It's like, is that is that what you want though? You have to, and that's the other thing. You have do to I, decide, like, do, yeah, is that where you want to be? Exactly. And I also had conversations with myself. I know it may sound weird, but I talk to myself a that's lot. That's one hundred percent normal. Right. <laughs> it's like different scenarios I, I, I daydream about, and one of them, uh, again, me and my boss having a conversation. It's it's him bringing that up and me saying, well, yeah, you know, I may be leaving soon because you're not, you know, you're not paying me enough, or whatever, and. It, I think of my response if you were to ask, well, what could I do? How much more can I pay you? And I envision myself saying, can you one day give me all the money in the world? Can you one day give me a trillion dollars? And he's going to be like, well, no, obviously not. It's like, okay, well, then I have no future here. I know I may not make a trillion dollars, but my goal is to try. And I need to be somewhere where I have the ability to try and want to try. I don't have the ability to possibly make all the money in the world at this job. There's no possible way. Like I'm going to do that being a mechanic, right? So that's not where I intend to be. I tend to be in the place that's going to make me the absolute most possible success. And it's not here. So I'm just doing this while I have to until I find something. Mm. 
and I, I'm realistic, guys. I, I know I'm not going to reach a trillion dollars, but the, if you sell yourself short saying like, oh, well, I mean, I could settle for $100,000 a year, you know, you're not going to get where you want to be doing mm -hmm. that. I have to set my goals high. Real quick, one more thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. My stepdad, I don't like the guy, but he, he gave me this uh, weird analogy that kind of like, he said, I would always rather you aim high and miss because at least you aim higher than you would have, or you hit higher than you would have if you aimed lower. Mm -hmm. For instance, if you shoot for the stars, you land on the moon. You know, a freaking rapper or singer said that one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shoot know for the stars, about. you land on the moon, you know, if nothing else. And that's me. I'm going to shoot for a trillion dollars because then I may land on a freaking billion or something, you know, and it's not all about the money, but happy. It's to, also, yeah. sorry. No, you're good. That's it. A lot of it is also like manifestation. Yes. If you like believe in all Ooh. that, but like manifestation is it's like mindset and stuff. It's also like a lot of it is like, are you going to achieve something if you don't believe it? If you don't believe it's possible, you know? And a lot of the times, no. Sometimes it's like you get a lottery ticket or something, you know? Mm -hmm. So sometimes it happens, but it's like if you're talking about building a business or like working your way up to the top, it's never, ever going to happen if you don't think it can. Absolutely, you know? dude. And a lot of that is like manifestation. And like, I don't know about the whole manifestation thing. Um, like, Saying the like the saying it out loud. I think and I can. Like, I think I can. I think I can. Lead, uh, putting it out in the universe. I think that's really cool stuff and interesting. I don't know. I don't have hard set beliefs on it, but like the whole energy, like brain waves, stuff like that. That's really interesting stuff. Um, okay. I don't know. That that was kind of like a topic change, but I love it. I love it because um, it's gonna make this. I love that stuff yes, too, though. It's gonna make this whole <laughs> podcast come full circle. Full circle full right circle now. Full circle. Just right wait. Here. Full circle is going to come right back around our beginning topic. Okay. The gambling. It really is. Because <laughs> boy, oh boy. Wait, wait. I don't want you to lose your train of thought. But No, you're good. It's this there. whole lifestyle stuff, that's for like the person also who's trying to go there. If you're like, if you're just somebody who wants to go to college and like get that job, you know, job working for somebody else. I mean, I have a lot of opinions on college and I think college is terrible, like 99% of the time. <laughs> yeah, um, agreed. That's another topic for another day, but tell me what you were going to say. Manifestation. All right. Manifestation is bullcrap, all right, in some ways. It, it, it depends on how you look at it. <laughs> my personal experience, I'm excited. it's bullcrap. Because of my gambling situation. I tried my living soul to use manifestation to hit it big on them slots. And let me tell you, it never freaking worked. <laughs> and so I had no more dollars in the bank account to try it again. And I tried about 6,000 times. <laughs> That's about how many dollars I had. And I know like, well, one example isn't going to prove that it doesn't work. But it depends on how you use it. Because manifestation could be good or bad and then this is where this comes full circle because it goes back to religion again manifestation could be the devil leading you on that's mm -hmm. all it is it totally could be it's giving you false hope and false faith and it's letting you down time and time again and it's uh let me see where i wanted to go with it boom it's like 
believing, okay, let's say God, all right, he's got a path for you. Manifestation is believing that you can defy that path, mm. that you can it's manifest like, your own. And like that's I the, said earlier, it's like, you know, like what he's trying to do is just confuse people. Yeah, exactly. It's like meditation. Yeah. Meditation is like the same way. That's how I view meditation. Yeah. It's like trying to distract it brings you. you like it calms you down and whatever. And it's got all these positive effects. But what the Bible says is meditate on the on the word day and night. And what's the devil trying to do? He's trying to make you not do that. Yeah. So what what do you do in meditation? You completely calm your brain. You just it's like you're teaching yourself how to not think about anything. Very, very cool stuff. Cause it's like I, I did meditation for a while and I loved it. And I was like, this is super cool. It's actually helping me. It's calming me down and whatever. But when I heard this guy talking about it, it was so crazy because it's like, never thought it's of it like that manifestation. Way. It's like, it's like diff- d- these different ways for the, the devil to like turn you around yep. into a different Penet- way. But it your, seems, your yeah, it yep. seems like the right way to go. Yep. Or it seems like a great way to go, but really it's like not where you're supposed to go. The the reason it's wrong, manifestation is wrong, is because it, it's, let's say I'm a religious person, this is how I would talk about it if I was a religious person. It's wrong because it takes away from the idea of faith. It replaces faith. Mm. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, manifestation is kind of the same thing as faith. No, it's not. It's not. Manifestation is hoping something will happen other than what's going to happen it's like faith is accepting what's going to happen no matter what and understanding that it's happening and it's going to be okay mm. manifestation is trying to change it as the devil yeah. trying to get into you and say oh you can change it you have control wow. you can get what you want out of it no you got to have faith no matter what happens it's going to be okay mm. so it completely steers you away from faith i never even thought about that that's crazy full circle bro yeah I'm telling you man full circle that's awesome because like i always just was thinking about it how like i mean i watch a lot of podcasts about mm-hmm. like millionaires and whatever and they all say like the same stuff and it's like all this like manifest your real like reality and if if you want it, you have to like manifestation. It's kind of like a you choose your reality. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's like, but that's where I've had a a big confusion because I've been I've I actually recently have been praying about it a lot, um, and I'm like, what if I don't become rich? <laughs> and I'm like, wow. I mean, I want to so bad. I want to become successful so bad. But I was like, I was praying about it, and I was like, wait, is this even a part of God's plan? What if it's not? What if it's not? And it it might not be, you know? And that would suck. It would sting a little bit. Yeah, for sure. But That's why if it's can't. not a part of his plan, it's like, there's nothing I could do, you know? And I, I'm sure, I mean, he has the best plan for you anyways. What you think you want is never really going to satisfy you as much, you know? And yep. it's like, he knows exactly what you need and, and what you really want. But it's like, and I was thinking about that a lot. I was like, if I, I was talking to Conrad, I was like, Conrad, I have a really strong feeling that I'm not going to be successful or I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to become rich. I'm not going to have that lifestyle where I get to travel the world. I'm not going to have the lifestyle where I could just, you know, have two houses on the beach. Yeah. And I'm like... 
because I didn't think about if that was God's plan. I just wanted that to be my plan. And that's where manifestation is. And devil I was like, try, yeah. He's trying to get you to, yeah. to focus on your own, making your own plan and not following God's plan. Yeah. And he's got to have faith. He's going to yeah. take you where you need to be. That's crazy that we talked about that because that was something I just have, have been talking to Conrad about mm-hmm. like recently. And I've been trying praying about it a lot. It, maybe, I'm like, you know? God is <laughs> like, I've been just praying about for clarity yeah. for, my, for my future because... Here's your clarity, man. I just, I just don't know where I'm supposed to, to go, you know. Yeah, um, no, totally. And I never even thought about the manifestation and correlation to like faith and all that until just now either. But it's just like a click moment. It's like I could totally see that being attributed to like the devil, you know, whatever, trying to trick your mind and make yeah. you think that you can veer away from having just pure faith in God and being okay with wherever He's taking you versus trying to manifest your own path or and like not in the literal sense of manifest your own path because it's all good to have faith and going down the right path but it's supposed to be in layman's terms god please take me down the right path versus i want to become rich make me rich make me rich make me rich make me rich you know yeah it's It's, like in the end you really can't it's like i can't really choose what happens and i'm totally okay with that you know I mean, recently, I've been, I'm kind of like the person who's like, some crappy happens, you know? I'm like, okay, that sucks. God's got a plan. He's got me. Like, I'll, I have no money. Like, my car broke down, whatever. I'm like, okay, this sucks. But, you know, there's a plan. But it sucks. <laughs> yeah. You gotta stay um, faithful. To bring it back to ground again, another yeah. full circle. <laughs> back into me saying the manifestation is bull crap in my experiences with it, with gambling. You know, take this for what you will listeners out there but during my gambling i noticed when the more i would try to manifest my winnings the more i would lose really 100 percent. it was because i didn't start manifesting it until i was losing you know once mm. i started losing i was like okay i need to manifest this and the more i tried the more i lose the more i get sucked in because i'm like oh the manifestation is gonna work it's gonna work and that's the devil telling you it's gonna work he's tricking you and that's why you keep going and losing and losing and losing because it's not going to work. However, when I first started out, I didn't care about manifesting. I didn't care about winning or losing. I cared about playing the game. It was fun. It was enjoyable. And whatever happened, happened for a reason because I wasn't trying to intervene in it, whatever. And need, need, like to get to the point, you know, if you were to just sit back and relax and take it as it is and not try to control it so much, you'll, you'll find the results a lot more pleasing because you're... You're not setting yourself up for failure is the best way to put it. Mm. When you try to manifest, you are expecting to achieve it. So when you don't, you fall. And it's like, oh, darn, I didn't get it. And it disappoints you. And again, it's the devil bringing you down even more. Whereas if you have faith and you leave it up to God, there's no room for any disappointment. Because it's all up to him. You have, you're, you're not even thinking about where you might be. You're letting him take you. So there's no disappointment there, no risk of it. You live a happier life no matter what happens. But the second you try to manifest it and you you trick yourself into thinking that this could actually happen and then it doesn't, man. And then now you, you're pissed off. But then know? with the faith stuff, mm-hmm. that, that also means don't like not believe in yourself. And also like don't, like you should definitely believe in yourself, you know, and also like for sure try it or like try things. Because I feel like that can also come off to somebody as like, oh, well, that was my sign to not start that business. Or, oh, well, I'm not going to manifest it. I, 
it's all really up to God, so why even try anything? Because basically yeah, if I it's totally supposed to happen, it'll just fall into my lap. No, yeah. like definitely go try it, make it happen. Just have know? the right intentions just, when doing yeah. it. You know, like don't think that, let me rephrase what I was saying. Don't think it's going to happen just because you're manifesting it. Yeah. Think it's going to happen because you're trying and you're actually doing something about making it happen, mm. you know, and, and having faith that if what you're doing to make it happen is right, then it'll happen. You know, you don't have to have just pure faith, blind faith, and just run with it. You just got to have faith in what you're doing. There you go. Don't have faith in the result. Have faith in what you're doing. You know, so if, if what that business is what you're trying to start, have faith that that's what you're supposed to be doing. You know, don't don't leave it up to manifestation, though, as in like. Yeah, that's cool because for all these interviews so far, mm -hmm. I've never done like a full 180 circle like that that that's, that's life man freaking awesome <laughs> sick i'm glad i can man. be part of that I, I love it when stuff comes 180 like oh anything. yeah it's it just all connects it's just click and it's like mm -hmm. oh, this is the whole purpose of it you know mm -hmm. this is why we're here talking about things that's why we talked about this so we can come back to that to bring up the other point that we didn't even think about until we talked about that other thing and life's crazy y'all buckle up it's one heck of a ride so if there was anything you wanted to tell the listener, any, I don't know, advice or, yeah. or something, you know, what's the takeaway of today's episode, like main points or anything? Honestly, I think that the biggest takeaway from this is believe in yourself and believe in your path. You know, I think that's what we can really grab from this is what we learned. And, you know, it's uh, understanding that when, when you get hit with a roadblock, it's, it's, it's not the end of the road. It's just a roadblock. You just got to jump over it and keep on going and having faith that everything's going to be all right in the end, you know, and, and believing in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, who will? It's such a cliche saying, but it's one of the best sayings out there. As long as you just keep doing what you believe in 100%, you will get to where you're supposed to be at in life. Can't guarantee you'll get to where you want, but you'll get to where you're supposed to be. You know, we don't always get what we want, but. And I've got something to be open-minded to other like opinions and stuff. Yeah, no, for sure. That's a super important thing. And that, that'll that take you so far in life because like if you're open-minded about things, it, it can take you to, I mean, to a lot of yeah. really fun places. Yeah, don't be stubborn, man. Yeah. You, know, you can't be stubborn in this life. You're stubborn, you're, you're then you're stubborn and you're not going to get anywhere, you know? And, uh, but it's a good thing, a good point too. I didn't think of it like that, but yeah open-mindedness man if you if you're not open to other possibilities in life then you know let, let, let's say your your possibility has set out in front of you doesn't work out what what else left for you if you're not open to other possibilities you know you just you'll give up at the end of the road if you if you're not ready for other possibilities so it's like just do y'all you know whatever you think you need to do and as long as you think it's the right thing to do and what you're supposed to be doing just do it if you believe in yourself and you believe in your purpose and you believe that it's hard work for yourself and then do it, you know, don't be scared, don't be worried, get up and do it, like, like my boy James in here, and you know, I really appreciate him bringing me on here, he's, uh, he's talked to me a lot about this podcast and stuff, and he's been wanting to do it, and he, he's been doing it for a couple months now, and I'm so glad that I have at least one friend that's, like, actually out there doing what they want to do, and what they believe they should be doing, because man, oh man, I look around all these other people in the world, and my closer friends, and they're just sitting around waiting, kind of like me, sort of sitting around waiting right now and we need more people out there like you jameson that are ready to take the world head on and and do what they think they should be doing i feel like the world would be such a 
better place if people would just stop worrying so much about everything and just have a little bit more faith in themselves and in the world to to get them to where they need to be you know and and be okay with where they're at when they get there and and not be shameful or or ungrateful for wherever life may take them life can take you to some pretty bad places you know but it's not the end of the day you're there for a reason it's not just because the world hates you i promise you know just sometimes it happens to you you're in that that bad spot for a little bit let's just keep on going you know like jameson he had he had he had a bad month the other day you know he didn't have that many listeners but one month out of three or whatever four i don't know how long it's been but five yeah yeah Yeah, one month out of five you had one bad month and you didn't stop yeah dude it was so discouraging and then (laughs) i just kept on going exactly And, and the next month after you kept on going, you had your best month, you know, right? It was the next month, right? It was two months. Okay, two months. It was a slow buildup. Yeah. I mean, after soon second after. month, it was yeah. Blow soon up. after you, you you got through the discouragement, you went on to have one of your best months yet, you know, and that's what y'all need to look forward to is just realizing what could be waiting for y'all on the other side if you just push through and just, just do what needs to be done. And I have a, a lot of struggles with that myself, just like trying to start this streaming i want to do it so bad but i just it's it's super discouraging seeing how successful all these other people are and how i'm not going to be able to measure up to that you know or the possibility of me not being able to measure up to that and i don't i don't need to let that bring me down or distract me from what i actually truly want which is just to stream and put my content out there as well and if that's what i want i just need to get out there and do it you know stop waiting yeah, that's really all I had to say. All I had to say changed five times. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. But hey, my man, I really appreciate you coming on. Like, oh, yeah. what a great episode. Yeah, Some good conversations. I always have a great conversation with you every time I, I see it. you. But I, I appreciate the kind words as well. And one thing I learned with this podcast and Bearded Skate and everything, it's like, yeah, do your homework. Figure out what you need to do to start that thing. But at the end of the day, you can't wait for the stars to align. It's like, yep. I was sitting here on this podcast, like, oh, I'm just going to watch one more video. I'm just going to do, <laughs> I'm just going to listen to one more, more thing, like well, a little bit more research. But at the end of the day, it's like, you got to just, you, you did the homework you need to do. And it's like, you just got to take the leap, you know, yep. got to walk before you run. And it never, the first stuff is never super great. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's okay. It's just. It gets better over time so sick man yeah but, really appreciate it i'm looking forward to some uh, future interviews maybe yeah you know talk about some crazier topics yeah i know these were pretty crazy today some some way somehow but who knows maybe next we'll talk about some aliens <laughs> aliens that's a fun one absolutely <laughs> um but yeah thank you so much if you're listening if you made it this far i very much appreciate you thank you for listening i hope you found some I mean, not only enjoyed today's episode, but also found some uh, benefit to today's episode. Thanks for listening.